hello everybody good morning good afternoon good evening good day i want to say good day to you sir but i think i would be i feel like i would be stealing from keith gala with that good day to you sir it's checking in with chomo i'm your host paul chomo hi how are you it's been a while <laughs> sorry Oh, I've been busy. I've been busy and I've been de- depressed and I've been just not creative and... Ah. So I need to do more of these. Hi! Uh, everybody doing okay? I hope you're doing okay. I'm doing okay. It is a Saturday morning and I'm doing chores. And I'm feeling pretty good so far. You know, back in... June or July, I had a lot of you submit questions for me so that I could do uh, the November one podcast a day challenge, and I I got plenty of material, and I didn't get to all of it, and there was one question that came in that I didn't get to for a reason, and it was because that uh, Varmints was on, used to be on a network. And that network is no more. And I didn't want to talk about this until the network was was extinct. And it is. It's gone. So I'm going to talk about this. Um, and this question was from Kyle. And Kyle's question was... He said, when everything went wrong, but, only found out, but you only found out after you hit publish. Which I think he's talking about podcasting. I'm 99% sure he's talking about podcasting, but so I'm, I'm pretty sure he's a podcaster. So yeah. So once upon a time in May, 2017 on varmints, we did an episode about horses. And at the time we made these elaborate show notes for every episode with, with links to articles and videos and pictures and funny captions. And we always had, like a featured image. When you went to the blog, you would see this big old picture of the animal that we were talking about. And the episode was great. The show notes looked good. No problems. Uh, it was a fun episode, and I hope you go listen to it. Uh, it was it was great. It was like, was it the first time we had a guest expert on? No, it was the second. It was the second time, and it was really, really good. So, Kyle, uh, here's where everything went wrong. (laughs) On September 27th, 2019, we get a letter in the mail. And uh, I'm going to protect everybody's name here. I was thinking I was going to protect the attorney's name, too. Should I say his name? How about this? I'm not going to say the lawyer's name, but his name rhymes with Joshua Graubart, PC, who has offices in New York and New Jersey. His name sounds a lot like Joshua Graubart. (laughs) So he sends a letter, uh, and I'll read it for you. I actually printed it out. It says, this firm represents, and I won't say the the photographer's name. I'll just say famous photographer. This firm represents famous photographer. Famous photographer is an award-winning photographer. He has created hundreds of album covers for artists such as Michael Jackson, 
and he has photographed award-winning advertisement campaigns for international brands, such as Coca-Cola. It has come to my client's attention that the website referenced above contains an image belonging to famous photographer. Please see the enclosed screenshots of the website, which he did do. He gave me, they, they took screenshots. Federal law requires to use the image, you must obtain permission from famous photographer, the copyright holder. On the information in our possession, it appears that you have not obtained a license covering your use of the image on the website. Bad boy. It doesn't say bad boy. Accordingly, your use of the image on the website constitutes copyright infringement. <laughs> so this next sentence is bold and underlined. Simply removing the image and or the website will not rectify your copy infringement. You have already used the image without permission and must compensate famous photographer for your use. Dun dun dun! It continues, of course, people sometimes make mistakes, and it may be that your failure to obtain proper permission was an oversight. Yeah, because, you know, that's what that's why we do a podcast. That's we do a podcast to cheat artists out of their work. That's our purpose. Of course it was an oversight. With that in mind, a famous photographer would like to offer you an opportunity to correct your failure by obtaining a non-exclusive license covering your use of the image on the website to date at a cost of $3,000. I'll let that sink in for another second. The offered license is for you only, you may not assign it to someone else, and permits only your public display on the image or on the website until now. To avoid, to avoid further infringement, you must remove the image from the website immediately, which we did. Of course we did. If you would like to accept the offered license for $3,000, please, one, remove the image from the website immediately. We did. Two, no later than 15 days after the date of this letter, email me at his email address indicating that you accept the offered copyright license and stating that you have removed the image from the website. Please include the case number referenced above. And three, transmit payment of the retroactive license fee no later than 30 days after the date of this letter to me. Should you wish to pay by credit card, please contact me and I will provide details. Now get this, here's the, here's the thing that really... Should you decline the offered license, famous photographer will be compelled to seek damages for your infringement in the federal courts. Where statutory damages are applicable, a court may award, a court may award up to $150,000 per infringed image. And the reimbursement of famous photographer's litigation costs and attorney fees. Yeah. And it says, should you have any questions, please first read the enclosed frequently asked questions. And pretty much the frequently asked questions are are just the stuff that was already stated in the in the uh, in the letter. So that was fun. So that was fun. So guess what we did, Kyle? You know what we did? 
That's what we did. We took the image down and we did nothing. Does the world need copyright lawyers like this guy? Yes, artists need protection. And probably what happened is one of these, one of this lawyer's little stooges did what's called a reverse image search on this photo. And we probably came up with a bunch of free wallpaper websites. And oh yeah, a website where you can buy this picture on a blanket for $65. Much of this lawyer's income comes from scaring creative people to death and shaking them down for $3,000 a pop. Scared me to death. I lost sleep over this. I lost a day of work over this. I lost a recording over this. That's how messed up I was over this. And if it weren't for people around me telling me to ignore this letter... Guess what? I would have paid him $3,000. So that's part of this guy's job, is to go after creative people. And this guy probably doesn't have a creative bone in his body. This guy probably couldn't create a fart after eating a bowl of chili. So lessons learned, Kyle. <laughs> And every other podcaster listening to this, don't use copyrighted images. And don't use copyrighted music. And don't use copyrighted anything. Because you're stealing from artists. And I'm an artist. And that's, that's a bad thing. Don't steal from artists. And you're also alerting little slimy weasel lawyers like this one. Seriously. Don't. Just don't. And don't give the excuse that nobody's looking at my thing or nobody's listening to my thing. Just save yourself the hassle. And if you get a threatening letter like this in the mail, just fix the problem and then do this with the letter. How about them apples? And here's another thing. Don't do show notes. <laughs> That's what I learned. Don't do show notes because nobody reads the show notes. We we spent, I don't know, when I did the show notes, I spent an hour, hour and a half doing show notes and nobody read them. And I bribed people to read the show notes. I put things in the show notes and I told people I was doing this. So I put things in the show notes like, hey, if you take a screenshot of this and email it to me, I will email you a t-shirt. And I think I gave away one t-shirt. One person caught up, caught on to it, and they sent me a screenshot, and I gave them a t-shirt. I did that all the time, and nobody but that one person took me up on it. So that was fun, Kyle, and I hope that answered your question. Let, uh, you know what, let's do something a little bit more lighthearted. We have a voicemail, and if you want to call the voicemail and leave a voicemail the number is 941-315-6985 and uh, we are going to hear from Adam Adam left a voicemail so let's listen to it turn the music off 
This is Adam from the Odd Dead Out podcast. Hey, Adam. Fishing report for Lake Pleasant, Arizona for the week of January 26, 2020. The fishing report? This is a fishing report. I guess they don't do really boating forecasts in Arizona. So we're getting a fishing report. This is cool. The lake is currently 88% of capacity and continuing to rise. The surface water temperature is in the 55 to 60 degree range. Daytime high temperatures will be warming into the 70 degree range during the upcoming week. The morning low temperatures dipping down into the 40s. Ooh. You'll need to locate the largemouth, stripers, and white bass as they move to adjust to the changing water conditions as they relate to water temperature, current, and water color as they prepare for the spawn. So be flexible and adjust your bait selections and presentations to match the changes that are occurring on the lake. Good to know. The largemouth stripers and white bass caught this week were all healthy, well-fed, and were preparing for this season's spawn. Oh, nice. That's your Lake Pleasant, Arizona fishing report, courtesy of FishingGuideArizona.com. Wow. That is so... That was so useful. It's not January 26th anymore. <laughs> Sorry I didn't get around to this until just now, Adam, but there's the... There's the uh, the fishing forecast or the fishing report for Lake Pleasant, Arizona. And if you want to, if you want to submit a fishing report or a boating report or a marine forecast, or you just want to re read the weather in your area, <laughs> you can do that. Why? My little sister was like, she was like, I think she was confused about the boating forecast and i was like i don't know people like it when i read the boating forecast it's just weird i'm not gonna do it today uh <laughs> so thank you adam for the uh the fishing report and uh that's about it for today i will talk to you soon and thanks for checking in This has been a transmission of the Podfix Network. For more about this show and other great Podfix programs, go to podfixnetwork.com.